if if we're getting into public restroom lore, I have a lot of good tips and tricks. Welcome back to Brain Scramblies, your favorite What We Do in the Shadows rewatch podcast. I'm Claire. Carson. I'm G. I'm Matt. And today we have watched season one, episode three of What We Do in the Shadows, entitled Werewolf Feud. But before we talk about our notes, um, we have a couple of items of admin. Number one being that we actually have listeners now, which is actually fucking crazy. So there's that. A wild ride. For now. For now. <laughs> Slowly trailing off. Yeah, we mostly got listeners from a TikTok uh, that, that mom's that matt's mom <laughs> contributed to so uh really we kind of have dawn to thank for, for when this. do you think we'll get canceled actually there were a couple of commenters on that tiktok who thought that we were being mean to to matt's mother because we didn't know what the word contemporary meant which is not true but absolutely it's very not the funny point of what that... we were saying at all no <laughs> but it's incredibly funny that that was a genre of comment that we received uh and in the vein of that matt you've you've brought another little something to the table today yeah so uh, about 40 minutes ago i went downstairs uh to record my mom on my phone secretly <laughs> she was, she was secretly. yeah because i wanted her candid response is maryland a one-party consent state for recording it is now uh, <laughs> okay. she did watch this new episode with me or this third episode with me and so i wanted to get her response because i know she laughed at a couple of points so i just went down and asked her you know what did you think of the episode Tried to engage her. She didn't really engage that much. She just kind of started talking about random things. She started talking about Vanderbilt. Um, interesting. <laughs> uh, but ten minutes later, I got a recording. So we'll 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 sprinkle that in somewhere. I'm not going to play the full ten minute thing. It's absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon for the full. Like no, this entire podcast. Well, um, shall we get started with what we always do at the top of every episode, which is a Richie recap? Let's get Richie to recap. Okay, so for the Richie recap. Um, this episode starts out with Laszlo showing us his very impressive, uh, a very impressive topiary collection of some of his favorite and most influential vulvas in his life. <laughs> um, it is through this tour of this garden that we find out that not only are vampires uh, alive and well in Staten Island, but werewolves as well. As Laszlo discovers that one of them has peed on the topiary statue of his mother's vulva, which happens to be one of his favorite ones. Um, so after he discovers that, he puts in a little werewolf trap, uh, eventually, as you'd expect. A werewolf does get stuck within the trap, and it brings up this kind of, like, issue, because it, look, it looks like it kind of broke, like, law between the vampires and the werewolves on Staten Island with this kind of, like, mandate that they signed in, like, 1993. So after that, in order to hash out this kind of breaking of the rules and this kind of beef now between the vampires and the werewolves on Staten Island, uh, Nandor, Laszlo, Nadja, and Guillermo 
all prepare for a ferocious battle to the death between the best warriors of the vampires, which was chosen to be Nandor the Relentless, and this like massive, massive werewolf for the other team. And uh, once that fight commences, we see the vampires uh, become victorious by Nandor kind of like cheating the system and his weapon being a squeaky bone, which he then proceeds to just throw off the roof of the building. And then the, vamp and then the werewolf just chases and then proceeds to like break every single bone in his body. Uh, so after that, Classic. vampires win that fight. And meanwhile, when that is all going on, Colin Robinson encounters another energy vampire while at work, except instead of getting energy by boring people, she instead gathers uh, gathers energy through making through pity. So she says essentially just Colin Robinson, but very, very, very sad. And uh, some things happen in the office. They kind of have like a competition between each other because both they're competing for the same kind of crowd. Uh, eventually they kind of become friends and get together, but that's kind of a battle that Colin Robinson had to go through during that episode as well. And it all and it all ends up in a like big happy story. So they all have time to be ever after at the end. Big, big happy story. That's all the episodes too. Yeah. Big happy story. Classic. All right, good, good job, job Rich. Rich. Starting from the topiary, uh, Laszlo calls it bush manipulation, <laughs> which I thought was very good right from the get go. Right there. Is this Sean's first appearance too? Yes. Yes. I I, I noted that in my I, I didn't remember him in the pilot. I know it was in an episode too. I watched the pilot a good bit ago. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is the first appearance of Sean and from this I like never thought that he would become a recurring character, but he did and I was No, was like wonderful. I, it it really like seems like Laszlo kind of hates him to start, which I thought was really I funny. love Sean. Like they did not seem to be good friends. He's like one of my favorite characters, Sean. So funny. He's so he's so positive. If what uh? <laughs> <laughs> in this episode he is not later on but i don't know i mean maybe when, when sean first appeared onto the screen i audibly just went shut it were you watching with anybody no please tell me like somebody was home and they were like <laughs> there's very thin walls i'm sure they did uh Lazo also has a nancy reagan lady i, I have that on my notes and I thought that was. Really I actually fun. have a pretty good fact about the Wolf Garden that I am taking here from IMDb. Um, oh God, what is it going to oh, be? Oh yeah, just wait. Um, this is marked as a spoiler, actually. Um, so you know, if you haven't seen the show, look out. You know, it's good. Uh, when touring his garden of vulvas from his favorite prostitutes, Laszlo says the first one <laughs> is Polly Nichols from Whitechapel, who was Jack the Ripper's first victim. It is later revealed in the show that Laszlo was indeed Jack the Ripper. It's a good yes. little little tie-in right there i think that's a great tie-in i did not catch that at all that's good matt because i was i was gonna bring that up but you you know what's funny about you saying that claire is you could be lying right now and we would have no way to verify that <laughs> <laughs> but you know that i love little historical tidbits so do you think that i'm lying but did you really catch that while you're watching the show I, I would be more impressed if claire you were like that's like i didn't know it off the bat but i look up things as they say them mm. That like is... he says, um, here's a fact that I did look up. He says, Wolfsfalle, which is uh, what he uses to catch the werewolf. That just means wolf trap in German. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's... He also speaks in German later. Yeah, which is weird, but. Yeah. I was going to say it because 
that I also thought of that when he actually said the name of the German word for the trap because uh, I'm sure I don't think we've touched upon it yet but Laszlo's favorite hat it's also like Hexen something like that that's like what he calls it which is also German for for like witch hat or something like that okay but he wears a tremendously ugly, and I wrote in my notes, hideous hat. When he's gardening, what the fuck I is he wearing on hat. his head? No, it's so his ugly. Wow. I actually have the exact opposite note. I loved the outfit. You liked outfit. his hat? Yeah. It's like this ugly, it's like these weathered brownish green oh, panels so, like stitched so together. Ugly, but it's so It's perfect. like a Stetson. Okay. It's crazy. No, it was a great I mean, It doesn't design. go with, his, with the rest of his outfit great. at all. It's just like. Exactly, no, but that's the point. It sets up that he's into flamboyant hats, though, which I guess is good. I appreciated this episode because it's very Colin Robinson heavy. It is very Colin Robinson heavy. Dawn's favorite character. My mother's favorite character. <gasps> yeah. Is it really? Oh, my God. Dawn and I are the same person. <laughs> this is delightful. Um, but, yeah, apparently Colin Robinson is a big morning person. Uh, I also noted that... Yeah, I mean, it, it just makes, makes sense. perfect sense. All morning people are insufferable, so. Um, yeah, <laughs> Max just raises his hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did note that, I guess, I knew this sort of vaguely, but it does bear pointing out that uh, energy vampires do appear in mirrors, unlike the other type of vampires, because we see him shaving in a mirror. Oh, so. but he looks really creepy. Yeah, okay, I was confused about that. I went back and rewatched that several times because he's shaving in the mirror, and in the mirror he looks, like, weird and gray, and I couldn't decide if that was the mirror or if that was just I think him. it's him because I thought he looked kind of blue, personally, but he he had, like, kind of craggly, yeah. gross-looking skin. I don't really, yeah, I, I don't really know what that was. Crickets. I totally Percy noticed that. You didn't notice that? <laughs> no, oh, really? Matt and I are really on the details. I guess. We're big, we're big I do have a little people. detail that I noticed later, but now I feel less impressed about my detail. Well, we'll get yeah. to it. Well, I, I was on the like Python as I was watching this episode. But... <laughs> we're coding in Python. <laughs> Multitasking, doing his homework. It's more entertaining to me that in my head, Richie was actually just playing the game Snake, and that's what he calls Python. My first laugh, I believe, of the episode was when Colin Robinson, because he's just going around annoying people in the house, and he starts drumming on the top of Nandor's coffin, and he <laughs> drums a beat, and he says, name that tune, and then he says, I made it up. <laughs> that was, uh, that was Dawn's favorite first laugh as well, the episode. Oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Claire equals Dawn. That's what I'm trying to point that's out it. here. Yeah, that's all. that's the only point of me saying any of this. Yeah, but also, wait, can I bring something up right now? Because I have a confession to make. <laughs> so later on in the episode, when we see Colin Robinson's desk, on his desk, he has a photo. And in the photo is just his desk. And so I saw that and I was like, oh, like, that's so funny. That's so silly. That's such a classic Colin Robinson. Who would do that? And then I realized that at my office, on my desk, I have a photo of me in another office. <laughs> and I was like... Oh my god, am I Colin Robinson? <laughs> um, but in the in the vein of Colin Robinson, another thing that my second laugh of the episode, I believe, was when he sees the new energy vampire that Richie uh, pointed out earlier, Evie. He introduces himself <laughs> with the limpest handshake I've ever seen. He just <laughs> sticks out his limp hand for her to shake. <laughs> I will fully admit, I I actually do shake people's hands like that as a joke, huh? very occasionally. I, 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 do you, 
Lip, lip, people that you know or strangers? People that I know. I would never do this to okay. a stranger. I will, I will offer my hand as, as a limp, limp wrist. <laughs> do, they, do they expect people to kiss it or what's the... I, I, I don't really know. Yeah, what's the general response? The general response is a weird kind of like half shake. Interesting mm. that they still shake it though. Is it? It's a societal norm that you can't break. I don't think I've ever had anyone kiss my hand. So. I will ask that. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kneel before me. There's also in the background of the office, there's just a poster no, that no, says. No, Claire, this is my detail. Okay, go for it. Go for it, Carson. Quiet. In the background of the office, there's also a poster that says depression. And it lists some Question facts mark? about depression. And like a seasonal depressive disorder, I assume. But it's just, really it's it. just all caps, depression, question mark. It's great. Really good prop there. That, that was a great prop. And that was the detail I was talking about earlier. And it was very appropriate for the episode because Colin and Evie depressed the entire office. Yeah. office with their war, so war of the vampires. Drained the whole office. They like, the they, like, put that guy in a coma. See, as Energy were, vampires are kind of dangerous, guys. As they were running to the bathroom, I, I, I wrote a note that I was like, oh, Colin definitely has a distinct advantage because, like, he can go in the bathroom. But then Evie followed right into the bathroom, too, and I was like, oh, there it goes. <laughs> My note is no longer valid. I, um, the imagery of, so this is second only to Laszlo playing clarinet to the raccoon. Another good euphemism for masturbation. Laszlo playing clarinet to the raccoons. Putting that on the list right now. Colin Robinson, like, sliding under the bathroom stall door. <laughs> really Jeez. good. Yeah. <laughs> Just for listeners' benefit, Carson is in his bathroom right now. So you really I gotta say, talk. for sound quality, like, the worst room in the house you could have chosen. Everything's a hard service. This is what I said. You wouldn't clear on this thing. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> literally, that's the first thing that came There's up actively around. an echo. Sorry, where were we in the episode? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. They chased uh, energy vampires. They chased that man. Yeah, well, so they put the guy, uh, poor guy, in a coma. I also pointed out that I appreciate the costume design once again because both Colin and Evie are in such beige yeah. outfits, and it's just. Just such like power beige. It's so good. I I fully like recognized Evie immediately and could not place her, so I had to look her up. She's on SNL, right? For everyone's benefit, Vanessa Bayer from SNL. That's where I was remembering her from. She does a fantastic job, and I really wish she came back in future episodes. But I think this is the only one I remember her in. Yeah, I think so. I thought that her and Colin were going to be like a longer thing, but they break up at the end. It was like mm -hmm. almost kind of cute for a sec. And then it wasn't at all. My mom said that uh, she really makes you feel for uh, the energy vampire guy. That was her quote. Because um, usually true. you're not rooting for him because he's annoying. But now you're rooting for him. In yeah. comparison, he's actually fine. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's much better than her making up six dead grandparents. Wasn't that I mean, fucking so women. Am I right? <laughs> Richie, don't snap into Z formation. <laughs> Um, yeah, but when they get dinner, I don't know, like, there was, there was an element of it that legitimately in my mind, I was like, this is kind of cute, because, like, imagine going through life as an energy vampire, and nobody really understands you, and you just repel people all the time, because that's what you have to do to feed, and then you meet somebody who, like, understands what's going on, and that's, like, kind of cute, but then they didn't make it cute at all. <laughs> but does Colin ever seem upset about his lot? Like, he, like, loves mornings, he likes feeding, like, he seems excited to be an energy vampire. I don't think he yeah. loathes his like position in life. He does like kind of have a 
a kind of a sad storyline in season four. But he though. puts in a lot of season work into into being an energy vampire to like where I think he does enjoy it. He like he doesn't to. do his job, we later learn. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just walks around the office beating up mm -hmm. people all day. I also another like just really good mannerism of the energy vampires that I want to point out is in the last scene the the colin and evie like have this Brawl. almost kiss that oh, is no. no 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 the almost kiss when they oh. break up that's so incredibly awkward where they bring their faces like close to each other but neither one of them leans in and then they just pull away <laughs> it's just so funny <gasps> i did i did love the, the the dual nature of of the like the two brawls happening but like right as they were setting up the the werewolf brawl and they had the the two energy vampires going at it i was like Look at that. Look Writer's at room. Spitting out these ideas. Putting it all together. You know, so the energy vampires do that I really like is right after they they feed, they always like do some kind of like face, like Colin Robinson almost sometimes does like a face. <laughs> yeah. And Vanessa Bayer's character like does like a smile, but it's really funny because it always contrasts like whatever like super, super sad face he was making like three seconds <laughs> yeah. earlier. Yeah, exactly. So I, I always love that transition. She bankrupted herself paying for her cat's glaucoma out of her own Yeah, then Colin wouldn't let her move in. Like, I like yeah. how she made him the, the, like, horrible person in, like, all of their their interaction, their relationship. I know she was actually, like, kind of better at it than he was, which I think he was taken yeah. aback by. Like, I think he's used to very much being the dominant Force. vampire. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, he yeah. is fully the dominant vampire in the house, I think. Even if no one else thinks Yeah, he I is. mean, he controls, as we learn, he controls all of their, like, finances and, like, literally everything. <laughs> It's one thing about being yeah, a vampire. They don't mention the walk-in. <laughs> That's why it takes the bus. <laughs> so much walking. Yeah. I did note the the entire synopsis of the hackers movie because I was very interested when they mentioned it. Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. So I find it really funny that they 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 mentioned it as a movie that the only movie from nineteen ninety five that has held up. It's funny. Is that one the Colin mentions? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She said she was like her email was hacked. And he goes from hacker, hacked to hackers, the movie. Yeah, I really did enjoy their, like, how they do, like, little yeah. worth of uh, making, like, one one degree removed references to anything a lot, person last said. God, I, I really, really appreciate your pas de deux. Oh, thank you. You gotta make it seem high class. One of my other favorite lines from, like, the whole energy vampire interactions was uh, when Colin, like, first meets her and he's kind of, like, figuring out that, like, she's not like a normal person and she's kind of like an energy vampire was like, I think Vanessa Bear just said like, I wouldn't dare go near the water fountain. What if everybody laughed? <laughs> <laughs> she really that threw so for a loop with, with that kind of thing. He was like, why, why would they do that? Like completely, you could see it immediately. He was like thrown by it. I just love these storylines so much because like, I feel like at least I, I'm sure most people, have somebody in their life who at least at one point has been an emotional vampire <laughs> and so you can really relate and be like wow yeah i do it was you claire so true you know me big big deep into emotions big sure always talking about my emotions for sure always the the first um observation i have following the topiary scene is i just wrote Laszlo and Nadja's crypt is pimped out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nadja looks at an armadillo and she's like, if Laszlo and I had a son, it would look like this. <laughs> Small no, and hard. Says, Small yeah. and hard, yeah, exactly. Just, that made me laugh so hard. That was such a that was stupid my, line. That was my favorite so many questions. Can vampires 
have babies? That's not a thing. They're like dead, right? Well, in Twilight, as we we do get a, we do get a Twilight reference in this episode, which I jumped all over. Yeah, even though you haven't seen it, I mean, actually, that's a good question. Do vampires in this universe have kids? I'm trying to think of if there's any examples. I think there so there are vampire kids that show up later, but they were just made vampires. But they're as kids. they were made vampires. Yeah, that's baby. a good point. Plus, like they wouldn't age. Yeah, really, no guarantee that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's actually well, a good point. The they Baron vampires like, when they're born, though. Yeah, that's that's my question. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe they just. Become if you were born of vampire parents, would you be a vampire as a, as a kid? No, but Richie's point is a good one though, because even if they had a baby, it would just stay a baby. That would be. But awful. do do they produce like reproductive? Yeah. Fluids and abilities. This is great. Content. Oh, you know what though? Because the witches later on, they definitely... the witches are wanting to steal Lazlo's right, and... sperm. So he must have. Guillermo's sperm. like it's fucking everywhere. Yeah. It... Yeah. So so maybe it's just like he's sterile. They just it, don't swim. He's shooting blanks. In my mind, I think they can have a child, but I think I don't think that child is a vampire when born. I think they would have to turn the oh. child into a vampire. Maybe like maybe this is where energy something. vampires come from. Oh. Like originally. Oh. That'd be crazy. You know, but then no, but then that makes Colin, no sense. Colin's parents would still be around. Yeah. I mean, maybe they are. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they are. Yeah, that never really is explained. Huh? Yeah, Colin is no, pretty that's... annoying. They could have just kicked this him out. This is an interesting... <laughs> maybe all their kids are just <laughs> armadillos. <laughs> so yeah. true. Yeah. You know, the only other animal they can get they, left uh... so. Is that true? Maybe they give birth to not human things. Like, maybe they give birth to... Like snakes? Like, like monsters. Like the devil? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't want that coming out of my vagina, but that's... Whole crypt scene was so funny. Like, everything, every single thing Nadia said. Like, there's yeah. this owl that Laszlo and I was walking one time, and this owl came and scratched <laughs> my head, and I said, Laszlo, kill that fucking bitch, please, Laszlo. <laughs> then... Not just lines in this episode. So fucking good. I wrote down one um, that she says to the werewolves. She says, we know you're a big bloody werewolf. I saw you screeching and scratching around the garden like a big disgusting wet dog. <laughs> well, I also do appreciate them bringing back the werewolves, because... The werewolves were a thing in, in the, the movie the show is based on. Werewolves, not swearwolves. So I was very happy to see the werewolves come back, like, early. Rich, I knew you'd like that scene of Nadja walking around. Like, I, as I was watching that, I was like, love Rich, that. I'm gonna love this. I hate this goat. <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> but it's, like, a very pretty It was a like, gorgeous room. goat. In the house. Oh, I thought talking about the goat. The goat was gorgeous. Well, I mean, the goat is nice, too. All the taxidermy animals are pretty good, but... What else? Oh, yeah, so they they have to figure out how to get rid of uh, the werewolves. And a little detail that I noticed that was nice is that when they're thinking of using silver bullets, Laszlo's using little tongs to pick up the silver bullets because he can't can't touch silver. I thought that was a nice little detail. And they don't have a gun? <laughs> Another good point. Yeah, they don't have a gun. <laughs> so, so the silver bullets are useless. Kind of pointless. The we werewolf start. the werewolf lady insults Nadja in three really good ways. First, she calls her a sense and sensibility bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And then she calls her a haunted house bitch, and then she calls her Downton Abbey, <laughs> which are really fucking good. Uh, One of my favorite things that IMDb or people on IMDb do is if another thing on IMDb is mentioned in a show or movie or whatever, they then put it in the references as like noted works, like related to this. And those are like, those are in there. It's like Downton Abbey, and then it's like, one of the werewolves calls Nadja Downton Abbey, and it's like it's not really like reference. <laughs> it's like 
Twilight he is does... legitimately referenced, though. Was Twilight in the no. networks? Hackers. Was. See, that one is actually legitimately Hackers referenced. was in there. Hackers was Here's he... the thing, though. Um, I have watched all of Downton Abbey twice. And Nadja does not really dress like anybody in Downton Abbey. She maybe dresses like the Dowager. But that's about it. But it's funny. People in Downton Abbey, they dress they dress like 20s clothes, which is not what Nadja wears. No. So it's not super apt. How dare you? Yeah. And Nadja, I'm just saying. And Nadja's accent, like, it's British, but it's definitely not, like, posh. Nadja's know? Greek. Yeah, it's like a, well, like a Greek-British. That's what it sounds like to me, at least. Because that's what she is. Yeah, I think she's like Cypriot not... in real life or something like that. I'm not sure. It's not a bougie Downton Abbey accent. No. no. It's not Maggie Smith. <laughs> There's a moment in this episode where Nandor travels as smoke <laughs> or mist or something. To stop the fight in the front yard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, does that ever no. come back again, or does he just do that one time? Wait, so, and Nadja opens a door just like with her hands from a distance. Oh, but they can move things with. Do they do that later? Yeah, they. they uh, I think so, but the smoke ESP, thing certainly not. EKP, ETP. No, it's ESP. Thank you. I was right the first time. Extrasensory perception. That's not moving stuff. I mean, it can. I be. thought that was just like you knew. Telekinesis. They should have thrown the toy with their their telekinesis. So true. Very Matilda. Squeaky squeaky. And I, I wrote my notes. Ah, oh, poor Tobster with the chew toy. Tobster. <laughs> his name was Toby. The, the vampire's name was Toby. Yeah. No, I know that, but his name certainly wasn't <laughs> Tobster. So you just put that in there. Yeah. Okay. It was for my own edification. Got it. Okay. One of the vampires is named, or one of the werewolves is named Chad, though. Chad. Funny. They were they were listing their their ethnicities, and Chad was Caucasian. That scene was pretty good because it basically is just like a fuck you to Twilight. Yeah. All, the were- all the werewolves were Native American, which was just like uncomfortable. I like the. Um, it is funny and, and the way that they make the werewolves both in the show and in the movie like kind of woke, or just like like yeah, exactly. like, like uplifting culture. Yeah, I had yeah. I had in my notes based werewolves. <laughs> based werewolves, so true. My favorite one. Uh, he, he says, "I'm Caribbean Canadian Saskatoon motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good line. Uh, I also um, was kind of talking about character development. I was really shocked that Nandor was being the mature one in this because I feel like season two or three, Nandor would not have been the one to pull out the actual pact and like read from it. Well, this is like what I was talking about earlier, where like in the first episode, at least he's trying to like be like the vampire of the house, like keep things in order. But then like you all mentioned it, like they pretty quickly abandoned that. But it is like (laughs) they all just suck. (laughs) Yeah, they're all just crazy at the end. But it is interesting how they like clearly had these kind of archetypes in their mind and the, how they change. He's the Taika Waititi character from yeah. the movie. He's like the straight yeah. man, like trying to keep everybody yeah. in line. Uh, he has a very good quote where he's talking about the, the pact they made. It was like, for tens upon tens of years. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because we found out like that it's... 20 years ago. Yeah, 1993 is when it was signed. <laughs> it's just like 30 years ago, but... Also, of course... I noticed this um, when they pull out the pact. It has some nice uh, calligraphy, calligraphy at the top there. Yeah. I did notice that. Really they, nice. they had it on a very nice scroll. In they the had top. some 1993. 
they had some prop person do that and i'm just putting it out there now uh if anybody who makes what we do in the shadows is listening i am somewhat of a professional calligrapher so <laughs> hit me up i'm out of notes well that's you're out of notes yeah I'm what fortunately i have uh more no, we're not done well okay there's one thing there's oh, one yeah, thing that i noticed in this episode that i don't know if this was like meant to be a bigger thing or if it was just something they did in the scene that was like kind of funny but so they're basically deciding they have to do like one-on-one -on -one combat with the vampires and the werewolves and so they have to decide which of the vampires is going to be the champion and when they say like oh get your best champion Nadja like looks at Laszlo and she's like she like point she's like oh it's like it's you but then later on they've all decided that I think Laszlo decides but it. there was you're right there is actually no discussion actually, about it like I would have expected that to be like a point of contention like no, what what I think I remember happening, and I might be wrong, th that La or uh, Nadja looks at Laszlo, and then like the big guy comes out, and Laszlo like steps back or something, oh, and then they, they okay. both look at Nandor, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> "Okay." I don't know if that's when they made the decision because he did no, no, because he did show up. I don't know because he sh he showed up with uh with armor and stuff on. He had his hair full. done. Yeah, the little top knot is kind of cute. Even though one of the, the werewolves calls it a dildo later. <laughs> the werewolves have really good insults, can I just say? I miss, I wish the werewolves, I, they need to get their own spinoff show, because... I know. Well, they are, they're in an episode of um, Wellington Paranormal, so... The guy who plays uh, the head werewolf, his name is Arch Baker. He was also in Flight of the Concords, which is Jermaine Clement and Pegway TT's show <gasps> on HBO. Yeah. Oh my god, with Reese Darby. Yeah, with Reese Darby. So, they clearly just, Dang. like, you know... Prop, prop up their own, people. yeah. Probably sure. Classic. They're all great. Classic NZ. Uh, can we also talk about how the big werewolf looks fucking horrible? Oh my god! Like his legs are like legs. backwards. Yeah. The the face? Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's a lot there. He just gets big. Oh no! And he he can transform not at a full moon because he has a really he good imagination. <laughs> I actually wasn't sure how they did that effect of him transforming because it looked because they. I, I read somewhere that they they basically do practical effects as much as possible, and it felt like a practical effect just looking at it. But like, it definitely wasn't because I feel like I saw him grow. It was weird. No. So job. in Werewolf in London, I think I know they use like a like it's a metal cage that they put on like your face, and they like use it to like they expand it and with like plastic on top of it oh. to make it look like you're growing. I know that somehow like it's done practical that, that way sometimes. Could be. I really thought they would just were like animating it. That's like, probably what they were doing, to be honest. But it is something it could that they be, could though. have done. That sounds expensive, huh. so I don't think they yeah. did that actually. But like towards the end, though, it was like clearly a guy in yeah. a costume, though. Right? Oh, like it definitely yeah. wasn't CG. The werewolves. I thought there was a really funny line after uh, the big werewolf jumped down and injured himself on the pavement, where like the lead werewolf guy was like, "Come on, guys, let us lick our wounds." <laughs> 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 I, I and then they right. ask if they can well, have no, the he, bone. Yeah. They can keep the little and then he, toy. Just the literal sense of that. But he, he turns he turns down to the guy on the ground. He's like, don't actually lick your wounds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Poor Toby, though, plummeting to his death. The Tobester, man. No, he's alive. The Tobester. Well, yeah. that's right. That's right. Poor yeah, and then they just like, Stop. not a strong Guillermo episode in that he didn't play a huge part. <laughs> Can we have this? We did one? have a couple good moments there at the end where Nandor was like looking across the city and he's like, Tonight is a good night to die. 
<laughs> and Guillermo was like, don't, don't say that. And Mander said, nice. He's, He's like, like I don't nice want you to for die. the other oh. guy who is not me to die. <laughs> it was like really, it was really cute to do that. But yeah, that, that they just like it's left him. They all turned into bats, and he was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's left to take all yeah, the yeah, weapons yeah, yeah. back. Listen, season one, Guillermo like barely has yeah. lines. Well, no, they, they but they they asked him. So like he's walking by, and they're like, "Hey, can we like keep the bone?" Like, okay, guys, spread out. Like they don't care about Toby anymore. They're like, "We also, need this another, bone." Also, another little detail that I noticed that the all the werewolves' eyes glow. Yeah, like, when they have the the camera light on them, they gr- they have the red red eye thing. Like dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which so is, funny. I love the little details. It's so fun. Yeah. I I really appreciate the show. Like, so like I guess trying to like. This is the first instance of them, like, pushing out, I think, from, like, being just vampires to, like, being, like, mm. vampires, now energy vampires, now, like, emotional vampires, werewolves, werewolves like, yeah. it's, a, it's a constant theme of the show that, like, they continue to add more, like, paranormal, like, trolls come in at one point, you see sirens later. Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just the vampires that are, that are walking around New Jersey. Staten Island, please. Staten Island, I'm sorry. The Staten Islanders will get upset if we call it New Jersey. <laughs> They're so bad. I don't want to read them. <laughs> no, you got it now. You got it I now. I thought they were just going to be for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, now that we're kind of near the end of the episode, uh, specifically, Richard, did you have any notes that you wanted to read out to us? Um, I think the only one... Uh, so the only ones I didn't really go over was I had Throat Goat Nancy. <laughs> listed as one of my books. <laughs> so I remember this episode was like made before that like joke became like a thing. <laughs> so I thought that was very funny. About Nancy Reagan? Yeah. And the next note I have after that, and actually like the last note that I have that I haven't gone over yet was the Q-tip debate that Colin Robinson was having for his co-worker with his co-worker. Oh yeah. It hit a little too close to home for me because I'm not, I'm also don't know whether or not I should use Q-tips. You should. So th- Spoiler alert. I know, but but you ever scratch yeah. your EOC and then it just like feels so good. Oh my god! Don't say EOC, Jesus Christ. Dignified response. Oh. I don't think I don't think I've ever put a Q-tip in my ear. I have not. You shouldn't. It's bad. Don't do it. I do way too often. <laughs> you, you should not. Don't, <laughs> just like don't every night, you're just like what are you going to put the bad boys in there? Did you guys ever read that like Forbes magazine article that was talking about how when they first had the COVID test come out and they were pushing them like way far back your nose, which turns out you don't need Some to do at all. It. People like yeah. it, it scratches like a specific nerve back there in in the nussy, and Forbes kept calling it the nussy. It's the nasal G spot. Yeah. And so like there's a whole article about how people were like searching out that high about like getting scratched. They're like, do I just like book a COVID test? <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I never had one. Of those. People, I, I, I did mean, not have this People are so weird. Although, also, you saying that reminds me of the Colin Robinson line where he says, "I'm going to email you a link to a Slate article about the millennial housing crisis." <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. We have one last note, also, and it was in reference to Guillermo, which I'm glad because, like we just said, there weren't a lot of Guillermo features. But as when they are on the rooftop and they're about to have the fight, and Nadia has said. The boys should be helping, as if like Guillermo <laughs> should be like the warrior they send out, where he would just one hundred percent die, yeah. like hit on the spot instantly. Hey, Guillermo is like a 
a crazy like ninja two warrior. Later. Season one Guillermo would have ate shit. Season four Guillermo, he could have taken them all. Well, here's the question though: is because like he has this natural instinct, as we learned because of his Van Helsing blood against vampires. Does that count against werewolves? Like, would he know how to fight werewolves? I kind of. I mean, know. he knows how to because he knows how to fight yeah, vampires with like wooden stakes. That's like his thing, you know. Right. He doesn't like know how to use like silver bullets. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, they don't have a gun this... too, so that would be a, a hindrance. Yeah, well, difficult. Although I mean, it's the United States, you can go in anywhere. Well, those bullets were like, were like Silver War, like cast over a fire bullets. Did you notice? Like they were just the bullet; they weren't <laughs> yeah. any cartridge to it. Was they were like massive. It reminded me a lot of um, the classic film that scarred my childhood: Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were Rabbit. Oh my god, I love that movie. I'm so glad you said that. I was so scared of the Were Rabbit. Yeah, it's so scary. It's I was legitimately so very scared terrifying. of the Were Rabbit for like at least like a year and a half. Yeah, because I, I liked all the little animated shorts, and then when I watched the movie, I was like, I don't like this anymore. No, <laughs> I'm so glad it's to too that. Scary. It was so scary, and I like yeah. Wallace and Gromit and, like, Chicken Run and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something, Shaun the Sheep. Something about that were-rabbit, man. All right, well, does anybody have anything else to say before I do a little wrap-up? Wubba-lubba-dub-dub. Okay, well, that's it. No more notes from any of us. Uh, that's been another episode of Brain Scramblies. Tune in next week. We will be watching season one, episode four, whatever episode that is. I'm sure it's a good one. Um, shout out our other podcast, Mouth Grab. You should tune into that one wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on mostly TikTok, also Twitter and Instagram at scramblies underscore pod. I think we have a Redbubble where we sell stickers. You can probably find that link somewhere. I don't know where it is. Just Google Brain Scramblies and you'll probably find it on Redbubble. And fast We also sh it. sell shower curtains if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, you can buy a shower curtain with the logo that I painstakingly crafted in Adobe Photoshop. The, so. the stickers and stuff are about as cheap as we can make them. Otherwise, there would be... make. Listen... We're not, not in it for, it for the, the money. money we're as cheap <laughs> as we not... can make them. I just need everybody to know that I have the option to turn on ads, but I did not turn it on because I was like, that's going to be so fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast feed. So you're so welcome. It'd be annoying. And also, we do our own ads. Yeah, for brands <laughs> that don't give us money. <laughs> so, for the concept yeah. of password. <laughs> Do you think they got real taxidermied animals? I didn't tell yeah. you. Ethan's uh, one of Ethan's friends at law school is obsessed with collecting taxidermied animals. Has a bunch horrific. of them in her apartment. Oh, so a serial killer? Crazy. Cool. She, like, she ordered like a beaver the other day or something. And Ethan was like, <laughs> oh. "Yeah, she has to like be home on Friday, like between eleven and seven, because there's like a fucking beaver coming in the mail, and like you have to pay for it." Sorry. <laughs> coming in the mail. Can I just say? Can I just say, ordering a beaver, another good euphemism for <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> okay, so it is currently 7.41 p.m. In 19 minutes, we are due to record this new episode. Um, but like last time, my mom watched uh, the episode with me, episode three. So I'm going to go downstairs right before she's about to leave. I'm going to go ask her what she thought and see if she'll 
answer and I'll try and record it. But yeah, let's go. Um, I'm about to go record this podcast. Do you have anything you want to say? The Vampire Show? Oh! What's this? Uh, there's the werewolf fate and then <laughs> the energy vampire. And the girl. And the girl. Oh, yeah. She was priced. <laughs> she was priced. Um, Evie. Evie. Evie, yeah. Evie, Evie emotional vampire. Yeah, Evie. She she brought a hug to the guy. He's always sure. Just, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That just was um, something on because you know he he <laughs> you found yourself rooting for him instead yeah. of just despising him, right? Yeah. Or pitying him. One of the two is what usually you find yourself rooting for the guy that you never liked before. I don't know. I like him. I thought you liked him. I think he's funny. We don't like him. No. He's annoying as hell, right? And that is point. Reminds me of some people I've known in my life. I can pass that along. Well, we'll work thing. But you liked the guy when they threw the bone. And they all went over this time. Yeah. Okay. Who was the head of the werewolves? Wasn't there a woman that was there? No, some guy. Oh, the big guy? No, it was uh, just some kind of woke guy. But wasn't it the woman showing them the phone? I thought you were going to talk about Selena Gomez. You know, that's not the next podcast episode, weirdly. No. It's so funny that it's on Staten Island. Why is that funny? I mean, it is funny, but why do you think it's funny? Yeah. Claire Winslow. They seem to have a large home. Yeah, because they've been there since like 1800 or something. Mm -hmm. Claire went there to Staten Island. Just to check it out? I think so. I think that was the only reason. No, it wasn't for work. Um, I think that was the only reason. But she was like, yeah, it sucks. Like, it's, there's oh, it's nothing there. Yeah. I went through Staten Island one time just because I had to go to the edge of Staten Island and then you to get over to, where is that? Barrows on Um, To get to somewhere through Staten Island. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me well, I'm accurate. Let me see. But I believe Cornelius Van- Vanderbilt made his beginning of his, of his fortune by running a ferry from Manhattan to Staten Island. He moved from being in ferries to being in... Railroads. He ran the Staten Island Ferry? Essentially. But Staten Island Ferry... One free, though. Yeah. No. Hmm. He invented the Staten Island Ferry. Let's say it that way. 